to create a space to help you make your way through the world. When you gotta stop living up here, start living down here. The way to do that is safe space for depravity. 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 Welcome back to Safe Space for Depravity Podcast. I am DJ Goopity Goop, a.k.a. Wellington Boyce. And right here beside my side is my partner, my partner in crime. DJ Robin Hood. A.k.a. The Goodwill God. (laughs) A.k.a. Quinn, how's it going? (laughs) <laughs> where did dj robin hood go from <laughs> dude i don't know i was gonna i was gonna try and like you know um spit some bars yeah i was trying to give it some bars but i couldn't think of any so you get, you guys get dj robin hood I'll, I'll come back next week and figure out what it stands for i don't want to give any explanation on dj goopity goop good Anyways, how's it going? <laughs> um, it, it's good. I want to start off by by talking about uh, that video that I sent you uh, last night. The uh, three cheese blend. <laughs> <laughs> by far the most upsetting video. Because, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it go. <laughs> so. So I'm 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 browsing on the internet last night and I find uh for any Rick and Morty fans uh there's a uh a subreddit called Interdimensional Cable and Interdimensional Cable on Rick and Morty is like essentially like 1 minute shorts of like ideas of like weird shit like uh ants and my eyes johnson or like the fake door two salesman. brothers yeah <laughs> and so, they, and and they're brothers <laughs> yeah so uh this fucking subreddit is committed to videos that aren't made to be like that, but are like that. And so I find a video of an e-how article talking about how to make a three cheese blend for pizza. And it's this guy in like this super well done professional setup for a film shoot. And he's got, (laughs) yeah. And he's got three bowls of cheese in front of him. And He's like, now the first one is mozzarella. The second one, shredded provolone. Third one, Parmesan cheese. And runs his hand through all of them as he's going through the explanation. And then he takes all three bowls and pours them into one big bowl. And he goes, and that's how you make a three cheese blend for your pizza. (laughs) And that's the end of the video. That's the entire minute of the video. It's not even a minute. It was 52 seconds. And it's just like, this is a waste of production time, filming and editing. And also, just the get up. You're in a full on shit. Oh, yeah. Costume. Yep. <laughs> full on shit, like apron, hat, and all. And it's not even like the white one. It's like a nice looking, like, oh, this guy is probably an iron chef. And he just puts three cheeses in a bowl. And says, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <Cut>. accurate. <laughs> Great take. <laughs> that was let's run that back. Let's do it another time. That was the entirety the of yeah. <laughs> Separate the cheeses and put in different bowls. He you know, he just got done. He's like, one take Jake. One take Jake. 
<laughs> you um, got done. They're like, all right, that's a wrap. So I, I sent a. Di- I didn't send you this video, but there was another video that I found, and it was about this guy who's like 500 pounds, and this one was like three minutes long, and he's like, yeah, you know, my doctor like says I need to lose weight, and or else like I'm not going to be able to make it, and so my wife was like, hey, you know, I want to grow old with you. I don't want to have to bury you, and this guy's like, okay, so like I need to like get on my grind. So I started eating right and I started exercising more and then the camera cuts and he's like, now I can proudly admit that I'm two 250 pound men and I've never been happier in my life. And it's just two new people sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I, I think that this was the best version of myself all along. And then the other one's like agreeing with him. And he's like, now I'm two 250-pound men, and I've never been happier. <laughs> Yo, I need I need this Reddit form because this is fucking stupid. It's so, it was so good. <laughs> I mean, it, it was literally... it's it was, real, right? It's not a joke. It's like people filming these things for real like this one was definitely this one was definitely a sketch but like (laughs) it was still so perfect because it was filmed it was filmed like a tlc special and it was just like i need to figure out like how to get my my life together and then all of a sudden it was just like now i'm two 250 pound men (laughs) 250 pound men (laughs) jeez that's mm. like that bit in Rick and Morty, or that whole episode of like the internet, or what is it, intergalactic, Inter- cable? interdimensional cable? It was. It's just a fever dream, one after the other, and it's just a belly laugh of, of constant. Just what? <laughs> have you Have <laughs> you watched any of the new season? No, I haven't watched season five. I just finished up season four, um, like two weeks ago. But like that episode, it that's what I think really drew me in because i'm just like you can hear uh it's not dan Harmon, uh but the dude who does yeah. the voices for everybody pretty much him breaking character when he's explaining some of this stuff because <laughs> yeah. it's just like two brothers and and they fight crime and but but then one day the world changed and the aliens came down and they shopped tomatoes <laughs> he's just yeah. like yeah. it's like tomatoes <laughs> Yeah, he's just dying. <laughs> nah, the uh, I was I was talking about it with somebody else, and in the first episode of Rick and Morty comes on so so good, and I was like, oh man, like of this new season. Yeah, and I really like. I want to believe that like there's gonna like they're gonna lose some progress at some point, but like, I mean, Rick and Morty being the fever dream that it is, man, they're still going so so strong on the back of these ideas that are just so yeah. ridiculous. Like season four, I noticed like it was kind of, I guess that happened in between the pandemic and stuff, mm-hmm. and so halfway through, I think it's like episode four or five, where I guess they had that hiatus and they came back. You start noticing like it just kind of it didn't seem rush, but it seemed like we don't give a fuck. Yeah. And it was just no hold bars. And just you hear some meta stuff. And I was like, wow, this is this is genius. But I don't know. That show is just it's not underrated, but it's highly rated, highly rated for what it is. And people that don't watch Rick and Morty, 
you're missing out. If you're you don't like not, cartoons. You're just not intellectually smart enough to understand yeah. Rick and Morty. <laughs> I hate people that are like that. It's just it's a fucking cartoon and yes, it's very witty and like clever, but it doesn't put you up there where oh, just cuz it's talking about time travels and different dimensions and like space and it's it's a fucking cartoon. Calm the fuck down. It's a knockoff of yeah. Back to the Future, and that's it. Like, yeah. and I shouldn't say knockoff. It's a uh, parody of Back to the Future. And that yeah, whole I th- dynamic. yeah, and I think like it's it's just it's one of those things that that is so good because it sticks out against like the the Family Guy like Simpsons style of like. I don't know getting into a joke like obviously the family guy situation is like known for cutaways um yeah but like this is just pure like and watching it uncensored is such a great experience if, yes. if you haven't like if anybody hasn't and they want to like go watch some of their stuff go find like the uncensored versions because it, it fits so much better with what's going on like the the censorship is funny like sometimes when you hear like the beep in some yeah. shows it's funny and like used properly but uncensored rick and morty is it just gets so i'm like oh fuck oh, like I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah he's just like fucking take your shit Morty. i'm like oh oh take your so shit Morty. Heavy. take all of it summer get you get your shit together put it all together put all your shit together put shit it in together. a bag <laughs> just 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 get it just get it together yeah no it, and and honestly like it, it's so cool uh, just to see like oh yeah we're um we're doing whatever the fuck we want and people are just like yeah fuck it like run yeah. with it do it do Keep what going. you want to do <laughs> give us more um and i wish that i'd watched this so i could comment on it but obviously it just came out like today so i don't have anything to put on it but uh, space jam 2 is out now yeah i saw that in I theaters saw that uh non-spawns non-spawns I'm going to watch it at home on HBO Max because <laughs> I don't care to go to movie theaters anymore. Sorry, sorry, unpopular opinion. Yeah, but definitely an unpopular I, like opinion. I just, like, uh, we just bought um, Black Widow. I ended up caving and getting it. And you know what? Not $30 worth. Did you, did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. Finished it yesterday. All right, so I want you... Actually, no, let me to explain. I'm going to go bit. first. No, I'm going to go first and spoilers, just spoilers. If you haven't seen it, sorry. If you haven't seen Black Widow, uh, skip however long this is. I'm going to say probably two minutes. So skip two minutes ahead and yeah, go. Actually, uh, when we're done talking about it, if you're looking at this on, on YouTube, um, I'll wave my hands in the air. If you're looking for it on audio, um, I wish I had like a spoiler sign just like to hold yeah. up and then take it down. All right. Regardless. So as a non MCU fan who went and saw Black Widow, like my only thing was like, I want to see Florence Pugh in an action movie. That was my only thing. Yep. So I don't get any of the references. I don't know who's been there, who hasn't outside of like, I know Black Widow has been around. So I watched the entire like origin side of things and i was like all right like cool like there's two sisters and i was like okay I've seen this, I've seen, I've and seen this they're before. spies <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i've seen this one before um so then anyway like the florence pew character is like interesting to me because i'm like oh like 
she's like a chemical spy. Okay, interesting. And then she gets released. Now, like, what is she going to do? And so, like, everything leading up to that, I'm like, all right, like, I get that, like, she has no purpose. And now she's, like, back with her sister, who's, like, not really her sister. And, like, it just, like, quickly moved into, like, you want to, like, be a family again? And you're like, you guys have had years apart where you didn't know each other. Like, you had, like, three, maybe two, or two good years, two or three good years, and, like, that's the extent of your guys' relationship. And then Scarlett Johansson's like, um, but I'm an Avenger. Like, you want to go do Avenger stuff with me? And she's like, um, I knew you were going to ask that. And then Scarlett Johansson's like, well, could be fun. And then Florence Pugh's like, okay, I'm down. And I'm like, why would you? Okay, cool. Like, I guess we're getting back into this now. And then they go through the whole rest of the fucking movie, and I'm just like, okay, like, neat. Like, you did it. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> it's all over now. You know, like, Yay. I was just, yeah. And, like, the only, like, definitely, like, shoehorn the fuck out of, like, the weird familial thing. And I love David Harbour in that role, but I don't yes, really know absolutely. what's going on or why I should give a fuck. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, that's, it's kind of funny that he looks like an idiot, but this probably doesn't make sense. And the only other thing that I found really fucking funny was the dialogue about the vest. I thought that was, I, whatever reason, that caught me really off guard mm-hmm. um, when Florence was talking about how much she loved her vest. So yeah. that was, I like that's my <laughs> review on the movie. It had, it had a couple good jokes. Uh, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. And uh, um, I don't think that, I can't imagine that people were like, oh my God, like she has a personality and like, look at how soft she is. It's like, why not just leave her like the faceless killer? I feel like that's way more in her wheelhouse you can't like like the joker the joker movies that do the origin make sense because it's like how does anyone get this way but like i don't know if anybody was asking like why is black widow such a bad bitch like tell me why she's so she's so crazy like tell me why she's so bad and tough and strong and like a female lead like i need to know what that's all about versus like the joker doesn't make any sense maybe we should take a stab at trying to figure out what's going on there and like i don't know it was just like i I don't i don't know if this needed to be explained why like just keep her keep her weird it it was so from my knowledge like Red Guardian is, as you probably picked up, is uh, the Russian Captain America. Super soldier serum and all that, the whole bout and all that. And that's pretty much the only thing that was interesting aside from Taskmaster. Or ta- Taskmaster because that, that's one of like the most like relentless villains in uh, the MCU. Or not MCU, but like in the comics. Uh but other than that, everything else I was kind of just like, I don't know enough information on Black Widow comic wise because I didn't read Avengers shit. I was more of an X Men individual, um, so my knowledge on Black Widow was like, eh. So coming into the movie, I was kind of like, eh. And at the end of the movie, I was like, mm. <laughs> so it just it didn't do anything for me. And I would say Captain Marvel did more for me than this movie because this movie was delayed so long for nothing. It could have just been one of those things that Disney was just like, all right, 
let's just put it out there and get it over with so we can move on with phase stuff. The yeah. shows that are coming out right now, like Loki, that I was more excited at the end of Loki, the TV show, than the end of Black Widow. Where and those are those are all in the universe, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. yes. Not that I give so, a fuck, but just out of curiosity. And, and spoiler alert for Loki, it kind of tells you more that there's more than one universe now and that multiple timelines have branched off because shit's about to get real with the multiverse and you got that's trying Marvel or Disney MCU is trying to stem everybody over like Spider-Man, Venom, mm-hmm. X-Men and all that like trying to bring it into the MCU mm-hmm. and so with this multiple uh, multiverse this is like you have to have this chaos in order to get your X-Men, your Fantastic Fours and all that because everybody's been fighting for these rights for like Disney and Sony and Fox and all that like it's just been an like uphill battle and now it's slowly developing into oh hey we're all coming together. We're actually going to be like the comic books where we have uh, different Earths and different realms and shit like that. And Loki pretty much just kind of nailed it on the head. And also with WandaVision, um, where Wanda's like going through inner, inner, like the dimensions and stuff like that of like her Scarlet Witch shit. Um, like pretty much how doctor strange i don't want to get too deep into it because i don't this is yeah yeah, but essentially like black widow was just a very movie like i it didn't need to happen but i see why it happened and it also Mm -hmm. gives some like depth of i don't know if you saw the post-credit scenes i did yeah okay so yeah it also gives i was uh, with i was with uh i was with ryan you think i'm getting out of post-credit scenes yeah okay smart great great person (laughs) great guy to be with but um yeah so it's kind of gonna give like the only thing that really got me like oh shit in black widow was that post-credit scene where it's like come on man so now yelena is gonna try and kill cliff and or hawkeye and whatever because she's got a contract because that's the reason why her sister is dead but really her sister died because she chose to and she also just sucked and needed to go (laughs) yeah so but uh let's uh okay from okay wait (laughs) hold on hold on let me hit this real quick yeah spoilers are done um now for a new set of spoilers where where are you at in the wire (laughs) (laughs) um uh, the Wire, I am currently episode four or five of season three. Okay, so, and this is and this is the political season, right? It seems like it. It seems like it's getting very political. With, like, like they're talking about the councilman a lot? Uh, yeah, Littlefinger is like, I'm going to run for mayor. Well, he doesn't yeah, sound like okay. that. He sounds like a Boston, or not Boston, whatever. Baltimore. Um, Baltimore person. Like, I'm going to run for yeah. mayor. So uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is like how – since you've seen the second season, like how weird is that whole situation? With the second season? It's bro. Like, yeah. Hey, we, we got 13 sex traffic workers. Oh yeah. <laughs> in, in, oh, a, 14? in a tube. Yeah. Yeah. In a tube. Yeah. I mean, I believe that shit kind of happened. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, so what do you mean? How weird? Like they have to figure out the John Doe or the Jane Doe's well, and stuff. 
I mean, obviously you come back and it's hilarious as shit that McNulty's riding the boat and you're yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? And then, uh, I gotta get on the you, boat. Get me on the boat. Random, uh, you get a random Holly sighting like throughout yes, the entire yeah. season. And you're like, yo, and McNulty's going to fuck Holly. Like what? Michael Scott police. Yeah. Why, why are you? Michael, out? Michael Scott, come get your girl. She out here about no. to fuck McNulty. Dude, I, I just love that they're like, yeah, no, we we leave her alone. She's good people, and it's just like you are such a fucking idiot. Like you, dr- yeah. And I I loved how they were just like, why the fuck did you become a policeman? She's like, I needed to pay some bills. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing, but like I'm down to like hang out with you guys if you want to like teach me some shit. And, and then like, at Man. the end of the season, she's just like, so this is what y'all do. Y'all finish up a case and on to the next and leave everything. Yeah. And like, I yeah, know. pretty much. And she's Bro, like, and wow, I just love yeah. How she's like, man, end credits are supposed to be rolling, and like, do we all get a trophy and go home? And they're like, nah, this is no. homicide police, homie. Like, it's it's figured out. It's out of our hands now. Bye. Yeah. And <laughs> like, th- bye. Left in the dust. Now, there's a lot of good parts in that season, and I love the whole like Pollock thing, and I love uh, the character of Nikki. Just because I say feel that because like, you're not you're not Polish. Oh, you're right. You're right. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. That that is, um, yeah, my bad. Derogatory um, term. I'm, not, I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna cut it. We can all use it as a learning experience. Um, sorry uh, for any Polish listeners. That's my bad. I forget that's a slur. Um, uh, they but, use it so freely in that. Yeah, they do. But, once, and, but then there's a scene where the black dude, where they or Frank's like, not not to sound any, or not to be offensive. He's just like. It's like we're just not some regular yo niggas or something like that, and he's like, yeah. "No offense." And then the black dude's like, "Oh yeah," or the p word, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh okay," so they use yeah. that word like niggas when they're referring to each other. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, my bad. Not Polish. Can't use it. Anyway, um, uh, so you you could fool people and say you are. Yeah, no, I could lie about it. I'm not gonna lie about it. Um, I fuck because you're that's white. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We're mo- we're moving on from that. Um, that I just I just got canceled. Um, so <laughs> I um I uh my favorite part is the the kid in that because I'm like man, like he's almost there. Like he's so close to being almost like away and free and gone and like being able to get out of the whole thing. Um the the white guy nikki um but my second favorite oh. part of that is mcnulty spending like 12 hours making sure that the body was on the right side of the bridge for whose jurisdiction it's like you son of a fucking bitch you're just gonna bring in a dead body floater just to uh, right fuck him just to fuck him <laughs> oh man all right, that's enough wire talk, but man, that I loved, I love that so much. He's just doing paperwork and ocean charts to make sure that somebody gets <laughs> fucked with having this body on their record. Oh. So uh, I don't know if you saw that shit about Addison Ray being like an interviewer or like reporter for a UFC. No, I didn't. Is that a yeah? Thing so happen? oh man, yeah, it's like a big thing where somehow the UFC came in or contacted her and have her come in to report whatever happened at the event um the conor mcgregor and pornier fight or whatever and so like she was doing the red carpet or whatever it is the whole Mm -hmm. behind the scenes interviews and shit and she posted a picture and she's like 
something, something, something. And now I'm doing the UFC or like two years of co- or two months of college. And now I'm doing this mm-hmm. or like, yeah. And so the internet hated it because it was like, what the fuck? Like there's people out here. Like I get that you can be famous yeah. and it gets you jobs, but what, what, what's going on? Like why her? And it's literally because you just said it. It's because she's fucking famous. Yeah. Like it, that's that. And then there was one girl on Twitter um, I think I took a screenshot where she, it, it, it was weird. Okay. This is her tweet. She's like, I got a 33 on my ACT and was national merits uh, finalist, spent thousands of dollars and hours on hard work to receive a bachelor's degree from the best journalism school in the country, was commenced speaker or a commencement speaker and applied to 75 plus jobs to be unemployed. And that mm-hmm. was her quote above the Addison Ray photos of mm-hmm. um, her being a reporter. To me, that shit, you worried about your money and getting your money up. You should have got your followers up. You fucked up. You're going to complain talking about, I got a 33 on ACT. Fuck you. Yeah, I, 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 like that, that shit sounds so privileged to me where you're just like, I deserved it. Yeah. I deserve it more than her. Well, Apparently not, because you you're nobody, yeah. and I'm not I'm not trying to side with like oh yeah you got to get your followers up because sure mm-hmm. I was in a position of that, and there's people that do deserve shit more than people with just followers. But you know what? At the end of the day, these companies don't care about most of these companies don't care about your merit scholarships and your 33 ACT score. Yeah. No. Can I mean, you bring in traffic? Can you mm-hmm. bring in viewers to mm-hmm. watch our shit? Because the UFC wants viewership. That's how the that's how they make their money. So yeah. complaining and like I did journalism and all. Who gives a fuck? Get your followers up. Yeah. Instead of bitching well, about what you did, get your followers up. Yeah, I mean, here's the I mean, here's the thing. Like you know, for better or for worse, it's like um, you could take. Um, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, they're like the UFC's out here to like drive traffic. Like, there's no, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think like who, like who would be a good example. Um, um, you could talk about like, I don't know, some of the like some of the journalists like from the New York Times that like have been doing it for a long time. Um, it's one of those. Um, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we could 1000% look at what you've done up until this point And hopefully you cultivate enough of a following where like your work is so good or your journalism skills are so good that you're like breaking stories and you're, um, you know, getting yourself to a point where you're driving uh, your own, you know, subscribers or like they subscribe yeah. to our paper for you. It's like, that's like, that's one way to do it for sure. But like the other thing about this is, is like, like the UFC is a like and and I think like this is really kind of what people forget about like especially professional sports is that like like the PGA Tour or like the UFC like these are things and events that like they show up going from city to city to draw a crowd in each city you know what i mean like it's, it's not a as if like company yeah it's a yeah. viewership based type company 
It, but like Las Vegas, like the numbers that they do in Vegas aren't going to reflect like what they're about to do in Chicago. Like it's all one like self-contained yeah. money thing. So it's like if if like they could, you know, if they pulled up to Los Angeles and Addison was a you know a two thousand dollar expenditure to get her like from the house to Vegas or get from the house to you know the Staples Center or what like wherever they happen to be doing it. It's like okay. I've spent $2,000 and I'm going to rack this back up because she's going to talk about it because it's incredibly exciting for her. I mean, great opportunity for her too um, to just, just see like if that would be something. <laughs> that's not going to get her. I just want to say that. No, no, she, no. I'm not saying the, I'm yeah. not saying the yeah, payment. I, I get I'm it, not saying the payment saying, to her. You know, yeah, like we're talking she wants about, to be like, comped. She's going to want to be comped. <laughs> no, of course. No, there's going to be a million things that they, that they can do that they can just like write off. But my point is like, they don't like have to move her from like, they don't have to worry about getting her across the country. They can just tell, yeah. like, send a limo, you know, whatever, write the check, do whatever they got to do. But at the same time, it's like, it's not, you know, crazy expensive to, like, go and do that. Or, you know, they throw $100,000 at her and then, you know, they're going to get that back. She's going to have fun doing the opportunity and they're going to talk about it to, you know, 78 million TikTok followers that may or may not be into the UFC could be their first opportunity ever kind of start on the young generate. Like there's a million yeah. reasons that like she's qualified to do that because her reach is so big, but it's like, it's anybody that like looks at that and it's like, well, there are more deserving people. It's like, well, yeah, but like, uh, like you're starting to get into a conversation of like more deserving, like, okay, well then who's the most deserving? spend yeah. the next 20 years looking for the most deserving person and don't ever do anything ever it's like it's such a it's such a it's weird subjective though like that's the thing like you can yeah, of course believe, it it's biased and subjective because you can believe that you deserve something such mm -hmm. as like oh i can interview anybody and i went to journalism school versus someone who's just like hey i've got 2.5 million followers um i have an audience people look at me regularly who do you want it just depends yeah. on where you're going in the avenue. It, like, sure, you can be unemployed. Sorry to this lady. Like, you're mm -hmm. unemployed. Uh, it's it's a, a very competitive journalism world, I assume. And it'd be like that. But you know what? Instead of sitting there bitching about how you didn't get it and this girl did, get your shit up. If you well, see how something works, don't get mad work on you like work work on your shit well and, and and like you know and i don't know anything about the girl you're talking about but like what i don't you know, either what's what's her <laughs> know you know she, <laughs> i know but it's like shit. i just screenshot and i was like you sound like a very privileged individual but it's like what's her portfolio look like i mean take a guy like uh take, take a guy like andrew Cal um calligan right now who uh is famous for formerly doing all gas no breaks like yeah. i don't know if you've watched any of his stuff mm -hmm. um He's the dude in the he's the dude in the strange suit uh, that went to like spring break in Florida, uh, and was just standing out there with like all the Trump people while they were okay, yelling into yeah, their mics and yeah. stuff like that. So that's like that's what he does. But like he went to he went to J school like anybody else, and he was like, yeah, I've like I've just driven around the country and made a bunch of like weird documentaries and like kind of like pitched out like. I don't want to do like the quote unquote like politics side of it. Like I want to like look at the humans that are into the politics and like taking like a, an angle where like he, like obviously his ed edits are meant to be funny, but like at the same time, it, it's not as if like he's sitting there talking over people. Like he's making, he's letting people talk and then like making it 
sound the way that they want it to sound and it just comes off as absurd and funny but like those are real people and like that's his whole thing like he didn't have to go pitch i mean he eventually like sold all gas no or like got out of the all gas no breaks thing and is doing his own thing now but like that all started because he was doing shit and like he had a portfolio to pitch to somebody so it's like i don't know man just go do work I mean, if that's really like how you're feeling or like you're really that into something, it's like then like go write the most fascinating piece like about your hometown or go find, you know, the the one angle into something. I mean, I've talked about Johnny Harris before, but like dude made an entire career, like an Emmy nominated career out of drawing maps, like drawing on maps and talking about why borders were important. It's like there's a million ways to look at shit. If you, if you make it interesting, like you'll be hireable, but like you sound like somebody who would be really good at being a critic at something and not great at doing the something. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing where how people got the game fucked up nowadays where it's just like either on both sides, like as an influencer or as someone who just chose like a regular lifestyle of just going to school and achieving all Mm -hmm. sorts of stuff like people use whatever they've gained like this girl with her act score which doesn't Mm -hmm. fucking matter after (laughs) like you just use that to get into college it literally that's it but it's just like you use that as like a badge of honor where it it doesn't weigh anything all this shit that you're saying doesn't exactly weigh anything and then you have the influencers where I can't tell you how many times in LA where I've seen people just get denied walking through a door and they're like, I've got this many followers. Mm-hmm. So the fuck what? If no one wants you in there, they don't want you in there. If you can't get to this place, if no one knows who you are, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. Like it, it, it's just people just always like weighing in on like their biggest achievements or like holding in and thinking that that's going to get them the free pass of life and it's just like both sides are 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 fucking terrible it's just like these people are just not grounded enough to understand that hey okay you have all this like these degrees and stuff like that what makes you different even when you go to like a job interview they're asking you what separates you from other people or other folks that are trying to get this position yeah, and I if mean, you don't have it, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna display like, oh well, I did this, I did that. Yeah, but what are you doing to create something different? Yeah. You, you, we can have a bunch of people from Harvard and all this shit like coming in. What did you do to be different? And same with people who are on social media. Like, man, like I, I've got these followers and whatever. I prank people, but but everybody pranks people. That that's not mm-hmm. something that's been happening since two thousand eight what makes your content different to think that you deserve to be at the award shows or something like that? Like yeah. what makes you different? I got, okay. I got a couple of things I want to say about this. Number one, getting back to like the, you know, resting on like the ACT stuff. It's like, like all that stuff is like, you're setting yourself for like an easier next step. So like a 33 on an ACT is great. It sets you up for a scholarship in college or like an easier transition into the next thing but it's not the ultimate thing like it makes the next part just a little easier so that's nice like i get why people are excited about that but like it's over like it did what it was supposed to do you went to college and now you're done yeah yeah like it's over now um the next thing uh that i was gonna say is that it's like 
I, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like you, you have to figure out like ways to kind of like differentiate yourself or like you look at, you know, the, like the people who are, are like that one kid that was looking for like a, a job in marketing and like couldn't fi- figure out how to get a way in. And he bought a billboard in Los Angeles and posted his resume and contact details and was just like, yo, you want to learn how to draw attention? Like you need to talk to me. And like a bunch of people saw it and they were like, yo, who's this crazy kid with the billboard? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Got, got hired same day. Like, so it's that simple. So there's You're doing two, something the, different. There are those two things. And then the third thing I want to talk about is, did you see Danny Gonzalez's newest video? No. What did he do? Fucking grade A. So Danny Gonzalez, who is not necessarily shy about long videos, but absolutely went out of his mind with this 45-minute banger on YouTube and said, and the title was something along the lines of, like, how do I buy someone a Tesla without ruining their life? And then he goes through and talks about how, like, so many times, like, when these Tesla situation, situations come up, like, uh, the Tesla gets used as taxable income, and now people have a huge tax bill that they have to worry about, or they can't afford the insurance on a car that expensive. And so he's, like, going through, like, all of the things, like, he's going to have to figure out if he wants to give someone a Tesla and not fuck their life up. And it just explains, like, he's like, listen, like, I've always kind of like viewed it through the lens of like man like these other influencers like it's so cool that like they give away teslas but like after kind of doing all this research like it kind of looks like you can only win a prize if you were already rich to begin with and i was like oh man that's so funny because uh anybody that anybody that followed um that followed david dobrik back in the day uh when he gave scott when he gave scott or when he when scott bought himself a tesla he was like yo I can't, um, I can't do this because, um, I got a DUI when I was younger and my yeah. insurance is too high. And so like, I can't maintain this car. Why, my dog is being loud as hell. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, you got a baby? <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come here. Um, so anyway, like. Like, so he goes through all of these things and is just talking about like, how do I do this? And he's like, so I talked to my accountant, I talked to my lawyer and I talked to like two other people. And he's like, so it turns out the best way to give someone uh, a Tesla is to not. So I figured out how much a Tesla would cost. And then I was like, okay, well I can give them that much in cash, but then they still have to pay for like years of insurance. And so then I upped that and then I realized that that's going to be taxable income. So I wanted to pay for those taxes. And he's like, and I got to a certain point and I was like, I'm going to have to keep adding money until I'm out of money. So I'm just going to go to a nice round figure and find somebody to give $70,000 to. I was like, I was like, dude, I love this kid so much. Yeah. Danny, Danny's always been a good kid. Like I remember, um, back when he was out in LA, it's not, he, he doesn't live there anymore. Right. He lives somewhere. I think him and I think him and Drew live in Orlando, but, but Danny might be back out in LA. Oh, well, I don't know. I knew Drew was from Orlando. Hold on Uh, one second. Carry the, carry the podcast. Okay. I'm going to try. Um, but I was talking to you directly, but anyways, Hey guys, how's it going? Um, this is a short commercial break. Brought to you by uh, Safe Space for Depravity podcast. It's the current I can't, podcast. I can't hear you. Keep going. <laughs> it's the current podcast you're listening to, and we come on here weekly just to give y'all a good listen of whatever's on our minds and whatever's happening in the world. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, 
you might as well subscribe to this channel on YouTube. You might as well add us on uh, social, all social medias to get updates on whether or not we're going to have a Patreon at some point because we're, we're, we're bringing in the views. We're currently bringing in the views. I don't know if y'all saw the last video, but we, we, we brought in some pretty big views for, <laughs> for what we usually bring in. Um, so yeah, we're going to be in the talks where background of starting up a Patreon and y'all okay. can get. So you told them about the me on sponsorship, right? I just, I just gave us our own sponsorship ad. <laughs> like I know, I an ad for this I, we, we sponsored our own ad time. I heard that. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. I was talking about Danny so. Gonzalez and the Tesla. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, Danny's always been like a very grounded kid. Um, Cause I remember <laughs> we used to shoot videos back in the day, like at our, our YouTube space, not YouTube space, but like our YouTube company that would give us money. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate how I worded that, but that's not, it, it's essentially you're, you're, how you're it affiliate. <laughs> you're affiliate. Yes. Yes. They, they helped us get our money and revenue through YouTube. your MCN. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, Danny was always a cool kid, but um, very, very just like his videos when his vines, like they were clever, like what are those? Like yeah. that shit floored me because I'm just the like, Liam Neeson one is also a favorite of mine. Which one was that? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's knees, son. Liam Neeson's oh, Nissan yeah, is Nissan, 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 and Nissan. Nissan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've always loved Danny's concept. Like he's just always just been this. I remember when he just started popping off, and I was like, he passed me a follower. So I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, earned. I get earned. It. I get <laughs> completely. It. I earned. completely get this because this kid's funny. Because I think Darius is the one that told me about Danny. He's like, yo, you gotta see this nigga. Shit. He, he got to go to Camp Vine. <laughs> he did. He did. Danny. All the people that went to Camp Vine are doing great right now. <laughs> Everybody that got to go to Camp Vine is doing great. And it's unfortunate that some of us that were there for a long time didn't well, get to go. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think if you have to put it in terms of like who's made the most money off of uh, or from Camp Vine... It's got to be Cody, right? Has to be. Oh, between Cody and Liza, Li- bro, you got to mm. think about Liza too. Yeah, Liza came in with a heavy hitter. Look, the thing about Camp Vine, it was a ruse to bring in new content creators that Vine themselves could build up, which before. Camp Vine before we went to playlist or not playlist uh, VidCon, which is what the whole Camp Vine lead up was. Vine reached out to the main top fo- or name or main uh, creators, and they asked, "Hey, what can we do for y'all to stay with the co- uh, the company or not company, but like stay with us, stay on the app?" And they're like, "1.2 million each." Yeah, and this and I'm I'm gonna throw some dirt on people's names but like it was like jerry perp drank lele ponds all that like all them batch everybody everybody that you thought was a big popular viner was there there were the top 13 people 
and Hannah Stocking. Don't know why the fuck she was there, but whatever. Um, but yeah, they are like $1.2 million. And <laughs> Vine was like, no. <laughs> They're like $1.2 million for one year. We'll post three videos per month on the app for $1.2 million each. And uh, shout out to... I'm not going to say her name, but the lady that was running Vine at the time, she's just like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And so they're like, all right, we're, we're going to go elsewhere because they were making money elsewhere. They're on Facebook and mm-hmm. YouTube and whatever, mm-hmm. batches in movies already. Um, and so they went elsewhere. And then they had another batch of like, not batch, but like other group of Viners that they tried to auction off again. Like, hey, we'll give y'all the go ahead. And it was mm-hmm. Scotty. Scotty Sire, it was Darius and uh, a few others. And they like took them to like Japan and London and the Vine facilities over there because they had fine companies <laughs> internationally. And so they took them there on trips and stuff like that. And it's crazy because like Darius is my roommate. So I'm seeing him go, <laughs> mm-hmm. go, go off to London on Vine's tip. And I'm just like, it's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, that didn't work out. So then they looked at up and coming creators that had like 400,000 and 500,000. And then Liza, she was already at 1.2, but she wasn't doing anything at that point. She kind of just stopped vining and they took those people in. And so that's where you get your Cody code. That's where you get your Danny. That's where you get your, uh, Meech, Kenny, um, uh, low or uh, dope Island and all those people, they brought them in blew them up with the popular now page specifically got them like their spotlights mm-hmm. per week to get their followers up and their viewerships up, got them to all to a million. And then they rolled out with vine, uh, camp, whatever it was. Can't vine. Mm-hmm. That's some behind the news type shit or behind the scenes yeah. type shit that I know. <laughs> Cause I lived hey, it. Yeah. You want to do uh you, you want to do the next Twitter red carpet? Actually, Twitter you're a journalist now. Twitter fucked with me more than Vine did. Like, I remember when Twitter reached out to me and they're just like, hey, we're throwing a party in downtown LA. Come through where you know you're a creator and you do great stuff on our app. And I was like, all right, cool. And when I showed up, I was like, man, I got, they said I had a plus one. But then when I told the guy at the door my name, he was just like, I was like, I got five people with me. He's like, oh, Wellington Voice? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you're good. I was like, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> that was that was like the end all be of like, oh, I got pulled. That's it. And nothing else ever happened after that. <laughs> My career just. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I don't uh, know why I went right. <laughs> yeah. You you took you took that wherever you needed to. That'll be $120. You can go ahead and send that to each and every listener. <laughs> so here's here's saying. the here's the real question how much how much worse is black widow if they cast addison ray as florence Pugh? scale one to ten uh 12 it's that it's much worse 12. yes bro she can't <laughs> act she can't act what have you seen addison ray acting other than I'm just fuck out of here, bro. She sucks. 
<laughs> I, I, I wasn't trying to defend her earlier, but like she sucks. She nah, fucking sucks. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to think of like how I can clickbait this title again. Addison Ray is Black Widow question mark. Oh no, we got we got to get a deeper one with that. Addison Ray says hi to Trump, which she did. <laughs> which she did but like I, I forgot who who did it someone posted a video of her like going up to trump at the ufc event and saying hi i'm addison it was it's such a pleasure to meet you and i'm like fuck you yeah. <laughs> you kissing ass like this is not going to get you anywhere i get about like networking and sometimes it's just a habit with these people and influencers specifically but there's no reason to network with donald trump yeah, I, yeah, that's one of those things. I mean, I like, even politics aside, like, he's got nothing for you. He's got like, nothing for you. Why? And so the, someone the biggest the, the biggest flex you get out of that is I met an ex president or like a former president. Like that's the best. But then you can't really specify who because then it's not as much of a flex anymore. Yeah, but the thing is, someone captioned the video with like her introducing herself and it's like, oh, Addison Rae is trying to smash Trump. <laughs> And that's all. Like that is literally the only thing I could imagine what the goal was. Did you see? Did you see Trump's son the other day? By the way, when he was coming out the hotel with his mom, Baron. Yeah, the one that's like not not right. He no. Well, he's fine, but he's six foot seven, bro. Like I said, he's not right, bro. That kid's that kid's not okay. There's everything wrong with that kid. Six foot seven. The man. He's like fourteen. I know. That's what I'm screaming. But the problem is, I mean, like, I'm sure he doesn't have a jump shot. But like, he is in rare air as far as like potential Bro, NBA player hurt. goes. His bones. I'm sure. Hurt. I'm sure. But my he's point is, have- like, you get to six. <laughs> this is such a dumb joke, but you get to six seven. A lot of doors open for you. Uh, all right and yes i realize that you know you have to duck under them but my point is is that like you can be like if you get to like 610 like you can be a pretty mediocre basketball player and still get a contract somewhere dog i would never want to be that tall not that he needs not that he needs money but six five is like okay you're a big bitch dope after that if i was having this (laughs) if you are not actively and like an athlete in something and you are above six five, you don't deserve to just exist like this. You you watch uh you watched Last Chance You the basketball one, right? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't get all the way through it. Oh my god. I right, so they have a scene in it and I was just dying laughing because like not that I was ever at that level of basketball player, but like you see some of these kids who are like six eight, six ten, like whatever the fuck. And you always think about like, man, like he's got a crazy chance to like go do something with it. Like, man, it'd be crazy to be that tall. And they're following this JUCO team around and they have like a 6'10 or like a seven footer. And the coach, this fucking coach just looks at him and goes, all right, man, that's the effort you want to put in? Going to be a big ass bag boy somewhere. I'll tell you that much. And I was like, (coughs) yeah, you're not going to graduate. You're not going to play ball. You're just going to be a big ass bag boy somewhere. I was like fuck that is it's, intense and sad to think about yeah because okay think about it we knew a kid who was seven foot in the seventh grade you went to school with him i can't Ooh. i don't want to say his name. i mean he has a regular white boy where, name, so i don't think where, where 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 was i at his school i'm pretty sure he went to the, your school 
Oh, Thomas. but I didn't go to school with him. Nah, I didn't know him. I don't know. Oh, him, but well, I'm just saying, like, he was seven feet. Didn't play basketball. Didn't do anything. Played guitar. And that was it. Nah, you got to go work on a farm. I think. You yeah, that at that pig. point, like, like you bro, just you go do farm stuff. You gotta. You just have to vacate yourself from regular existing life, like, cause you're you're not useless, but you're not useful. Because you're the six point. Fucking... Your body, your body is no longer an asset. Is the problem? Yeah, like it gets like, in the, in the way more unless you're like throwing shit around. Unless you're throwing shit around, like become a strong man, or you are in the NFL or something. Like you have to be active to be that fucking big and existing in this world. If not, let's just put you on an island, like they did in in Greek times, wait, where they put on, the giants on an island. Nope, stop! Stop! <laughs> We've been down this road before. I don't like where this is headed. Last time you went down on a rant like this, I had to cut some shit out. Don't we're not putting I'm, them anywhere. They're existing in saying, society. If you're a big if you're a big fucker, you might as well just be put on an island and just be amongst the other Amazon and giant folk. I feel, first of all, Amazon's not an island. <laughs> Secondly, um I feel like you're talking about like a space jam moron mountain situation. Yes. But with giants. In an island, just like where the Cyclops live, but these people have two eyes and they're just really tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's calm down there. Um, <laughs> nah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely an interesting, uh, an interesting thing once you get to be that big because it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing with my life? Like, but I'm trying to think like what other jobs you could have that aren't athletics where you like being that big would like help you out with stuff. A tree climber, like <laughs> a tree climber. Okay. That, that's, you have that's, a head. That's a... You have a head start, if anything. But like, exactly, there's no way. Exactly. Most people are trying to pike themselves in and just set like wrap themselves up the tree you cover half like <laughs> or a quarter of the bottom you can clear that i think shit it's got to be i i think it's got to be last mile farm work and what i mean by that is like everybody goes and gets the shit but there's going to be that person who has to move the shit like 20 feet but they have to move a lot of shit a lot like 20 feet you got to be like that guy you got to be like the guy that's like hey we went out and got all the shit we need you to put it in the thing where we store the shit and he's like I got the perfect guy. He's seven foot, 350 pounds, uh, and he can grab a whole bunch of that shit and move it all at once, and we're going to get things done quicker. Oh, well, can he come out to the fields? No. You move him around too much, he's going to get shaky, and then we, we're going to have a broken down old steed, and you know how that goes. We don't like we doing that to our own back. horses. This guy's, an actual, <laughs> this guy's an actual man horse. He's a centaur, if you will. <laughs> he's a centaur with just two legs. Yeah. So you got oh, so like to be a yeah. You got to learn to be like a human forklift. I guess is my point. If you grow to such a such a length, I remember getting checked out, or I remember being at the register getting checked out um, by a woman at Target who is six eight, and I was like, hmm, okay. I don't she think there's a whole the lot for us room. to talk. No, no, no. You mm-hmm. know what would be a good job? Those people, like someone who's at like a tractor supply, and like, oh, I can't reach the thing that's on the top shelf. That's their job pay them hey yo ricky <laughs> just like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <shit> just like, yeah. <laughs> he's already carrying like another forklift you know what i mean he's just like yo what's up he's like hey put that forklift hey, down and come get the stuff off the high shelf can, can you come get that shot back that's up on <laughs> aisle three it's all the way at the top 
Okay. Here you go. Did you Please just palm pants, a mister? lawnmower? <laughs> you just... <laughs> Jeez, thanks, just, mister. He, You're really strong. <laughs> grabs a lawnmower off the top shelf. Ball fake. And then just like puts it down. You're like, all right, Jordan. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, he just... <laughs> Did you almost throw a mower at me? If you are above the height of 6'5", you should just sound like Andre the Giant. Like everyone's voice is just Andre the Giant at that point. Gonna let that one marinate. You want me to do Andre the Giant impression? <laughs> no, it's just like what, what are you talking about? If you're above, if you're that tall, if you're above the like the age, the height of six five, <laughs> you're a giant. So you sound like one of the most famous French giants that were out there, Andre. Uh, six 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 is exactly where you start. Like everything before six six, like you said, you recognize them as a tall person, but that's as far as it goes. Once you get to six six. That's when everybody's like, oh, my God, how tall are you? And it's like, oh, fuck. I got to have this conversation a million times a day. Like, Sago 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, listen. <laughs> I, I ran into I ran into an NBA player at Lenox Mall um, a couple years ago. and I was there. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> and I was just like, he was like 6'1". Yeah, was he was like, really short. When you said, like... like you're like, oh, that's Derek Schroeder. I was like, huh? And he's like, he plays for the Hawks. And I was like, yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. He, he and I was just like, oh, okay, okay, neat. Yeah. We also the more saw, impressive man, thing is that he's German and black. If we're really being honest, that is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Know like that. that's way. I didn't more. know he that's... was German until like about a few months ago, and I heard him yeah. speaking, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's got an umlaut over his O, which is wild. Yeah, but we also saw um, Emmanuel Hudson that day too. Mm. Yeah, we did. Yeah, he was at Lennox that day. It was crazy, bro. All the all the people just showed up to be to be looked at. What time are we? By the way, uh, we're probably at an hour Um, fifty-eight. Yeah, this this one was also kind of all over the place, but it kind of kind of breezed through. It was all over the place, but. I think we we got some like important, quote unquote, conversations in. Like it was nothing, no jokes, yeah. no heavy jokes out here. Yeah. I'll so if y'all like this episode, <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, the clickbait from last episode has really got me in my feels about like, good God, the the amount that that last video popped off. Welcome, because it's important. Titles are also very very important. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm going to go do some regular people stuff and make sure this edit comes out. All right. Where can they find you, Quinn? Uh, you can find me on Quinn Sweets on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Okay. And you can find me at Welly- Wellington Voice on all social media. You just type it in Google and it all pops up. And that's a serious flex on my part. <laughs> Blex. All right. We'll see y'all next week with a possibly goofy episode. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're feeling we're feeling a little little interested in switching some stuff up, so we'll see. Yes, yes we are. But all right, we'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.